welcome to the Podcock Peacast. I'm your host, the only Tyler Peacock. It's March Madness, and I got to bring in my guy here, Bobby Russell, to help break down the brackets, give you all the upset picks, and let you know who's cutting down the nets. Best time of the year, one of the best times of the year, I think it is. But anyway, Bobby, your thoughts on March Madness? How you doing? What's up? How you been? Yeah, you said it. this is March. The games are starting tonight with the first four. It's uh, it's a great thing. Um, to start of the run of probably probably the sec my favorite second favorite sports time of the year. Um, starting with this under the Masters and then the, the NBA and NHL playoffs. So uh, March Madness. I, I mean, I've with conference championship. We we talked about it a little bit. I, I'm so much more into college basketball this year now that we can do the legal legal gambling here in Ohio and we can mm-hmm. talk open freely about it. Um, and it, it kind of feels like when we were back in middle school and high school, like watching college basketball to me now, um, you know, I've watched a ton of regular season games. I've watched a lot last week and um, the tournament seems like it's going to be in full swing. So I'm excited for it. Yeah, no doubt. Before we jump into the show, like I said, we're, we're obviously going to talk the bracket our thoughts on it, give out some uh, picks, let you know who we have in our bracket, some gambling advice at the end. I have a live ad read, first time in the history of the Podcock PCAST. They reached or they reached out to me, and I'm, I'm friends with the people who run the place now. But anyway, live ad read, here we go. The Mind Tavern, Nelsonville, Ohio. That's 14 Public Square, Nelsonville, Ohio. One of the oldest taverns in the state of Ohio. They got great food and drinks, Bobby. Um, the mind burger is a staple. I like the club personally, but good fries, good wings, drink specials every single night of the week. They have some kind of drink special going on. Um, it's a fun environment this Thursday and Friday for the first round of the NCAA tournament. They're going to be opening at lunchtime, just in time for the tip offs of the first round games that Thursday and Friday, the two best days, uh, maybe of the year. So if you're in the Nelsonville, Southeastern Ohio, Athens County, Ohio, um, area and you're looking for a place to watch the games go to the mayan tavern um they finally got their gambling kiosk they're up and running and ready they got a live ticker multiple tvs it's a great environment fun place to watch games win some money and um i know the staff in there will uh, teach you how to use the the machines in there and, and it'll be a great time so uh, if you're looking for a spot to watch the games thursday and friday or anytime uh, pop into the mine tavern that's 14 public square in Nelsonville, ohio and uh, tell them the Podcock PCAST sent you. So there you go. Ad read over. Uh, Bobby, how did the committee do? Let's jump into this thing. I mean, I I usually have a problem more with seeding than selection, but did you think anybody got a raw deal? Um, did you think they seeded it well enough? Um, just your initial thoughts on the bracket as it came out Sunday on Selection Sunday. Yeah, I think that all the top seeds, they, they were all pretty much squared away for the last month and a half, I think. Purdue, Alabama, Houston, and Kansas. Uh, yep. A couple of them won their respective tournaments there. Uh, Houston and Kansas did not. Uh, played in the final of their conference tournament, but destroyed the competition in the regular season play. So that was all, all good. Um, some of your surprise teams from conference championship week, you know, you get Marquette and Texas sneaking in there at two seeds. I think that's good. Um, overall seating, I think is great. I, I think VCU got snubbed with their seating, uh, great defensive team champions of the a 10 
only an 11 seed. So you kind of see that more for your, your Mac, your Miac. Those, those are your kind of 11 seed kind of range teams. So I think they got the raw deal there. And then for a team that was just completely left out, uh, the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, they, they had a good run in the big 10 uh, championship. They, they played good team ball all year, had a good winning record, a couple big wins, um, and then just completely snubbed from the tournament. And I think that's a, that, that, that's a black eye on the tournament this year. That's the one team that probably should have been in over, um, you know, I, I can't even think of who they should have. Um, I think they should have been, I mean, Penn State had the magical run, but I think Rutgers was a much better team than Penn State. Yeah. I, again, I never have really a problem with selection. Um, I get the Rutgers gripe. I, they didn't play anybody in the non-conference, so I'm just kind of like, I, I guess you reap what you sow there. Um, Seeding-wise, I mean, the thing about it is it's 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 kind of hard this year because a lot of the top one, two, or three teams in the mid-major leagues actually got through and won their conference tournament. So like Colgate, they're a 15 seed. Colgate the best three-point shooting team uh, by percentage, one of the best shooting teams in the country. There are 15, but, like, <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at the other 15s and 14s. Uh, maybe Colgate should have been on the 14 line where, like, Grand Canyon's at or Montana State, but those are just small gripes. Um, I thought Duke maybe could have – you could argue them as a four for beating Virginia in the ACC tournament and kind of flip-flopping them. That would be one that – I uh, had a small problem with, but outside of that, I mean, it's tough. You got to avoid like conference matchups uh, as far into the tournament as you can. So I get it. It's a tough job by the committee. I wish they would stop that by the way, though. Like who, who cares if you, mm-hmm. if you had two big 10 teams playing in the play in game um, or, you know, a seven ten game between two sec t- or whatever the like is, you know um, I wish they wouldn't try to protect those, those matchups, but it is what it is. And, and we got 68 teams in this thing. Um, but yeah, I, I just think this tournament this year, um, it's wide open. Um, I'll, I'll throw it to you real quick before we get into the brackets. It's wide open to me. Um, who do you think at their best, if they played six games at their a game is, is the best team. Do you think the committee got it right? Is it Alabama? Do you have another selection there? Yeah, if we're talking six straight games, no no mistakes, perfect team ball. Uh, okay, you know we saw you know, they dealt with some adversity in the Big Twelve title game, or title run there uh, with Coach Self uh, going to the hospital. So that that was good to see them play for for the team for the coach. They played well together and they just came up just short in the Big Twelve title game there. Defensively, you know they they can stop you and then they can go on runs. Um, back to back to back three point shots and, and they'll make them all. Um, they got a couple good ball handlers and they got a monster inside rebounder. I can't think of his name. Uh, kind of a Joel Embiid type body. Uh, so they, I think that Kansas is. I think they're they're primed. I think. I think people might be overlooking them just because of how they performed in that Big Twelve title game. So I think they might be a little chip on their shoulder and obviously having the title game winning it last year, I think they want to go back to back to be that first in the duest in Florida in 06, 07. Yeah. And you were, uh, that might build well for the Jayhawks. You were, you were hot on the Jayhawks all tournament run last year. Every pod we did, you're like Kansas, Kansas, Kansas. You picked them uh, at every step and, and they got it done for you. So maybe you on the Kansas bandwagon again, 
is good for them. Um, to me, I don't think they're going to get it done, but I, I think at their best, defensively and offensively, I think Alabama is the team to beat. Now there's you know some clouds over the program. We all know that story with the off-court issues and murder and, and things like that. But um, pushing all that to the side, uh, I think they got the best player. Uh, their defense, um, you know, they, they force a ton of floaters. I, I You know, their drop coverage in the pick and roll seems like uh, they just – like they're a magnet for teams to shoot bad, tough floating shots in the mid-range. So, uh, I like Bama. We'll see how far I have them in the bracket. But let's start – let's break this bracket down. I'll start in the top left-hand corner, the South region. Um, Bobby, first round game in this region. Do you have anyone that you're you're really really excited about? I got two in this region actually. Okay. Um, the the traditional five twelve San Diego State Charleston. Uh, San yeah. Diego State really good. They looked really good in the uh, the Mountain West title game there against Utah State. Uh, came back from a couple points down. Played some damn good defense and held Utah State without a shot make for like six and a half minutes in the second half. That was huge. Charleston, 31-3. and three. Uh, You mentioned they're one of the top shooting teams in the country. And I, I think at 12, I, they, I think they could have been a 10 seed. Uh, they're, they're that good. Uh, so that'll be a good one to see Charleston shoot the lights out and play around that San Diego State defense. And then the other one I got is the 314 matchup, Baylor versus UC Santa Barbara. Um, I was I was hot on Santa Barbara last week. Um, I, they they won me a, quite a bit of money. Uh, there you they, go. They they shoot the ball well. They play defense and they cover like all great teams do. So I, I think <laughs> they're doing good. And Baylor they're they're on a little bit of a downward spiral. I think they they had a bad ending to the year, and it's just they bowed out early in the Big Twelve championship. So I I'm, I'm not high on Baylor. Um, so I, that'll, that'll be probably two of my favorite upsets of the whole tournament if those come through. Yeah, my, my game I illustrated in the first round, I like the 6-11 game, Creighton against NC State. Uh, both those teams get up and down. I think that will be a fun watch. Uh, both can really shoot at NC State. Got, they have two really good guards and uh, a nice post player. Um, Creighton probably seated where they should be, but I think they've underperformed a little bit. Um, you know, they're top preseason top 10 team runner up at the Maui Invitational. So maybe they, they hit their stride here, but I'm excited, uh, about that game. Um, potential matchups in the South region that I'm excited about. I think if it's chalk, man, I think Alabama and Arizona in the regional final would be, uh, lit. I, I just, you know, I hate to go a little chalky there, uh, in the matchup, not saying that's in my bracket, but I'm just saying if we got to that point. That's the matchup I'd be most excited about. Uh, what's your best potential matchup in the South region? Any round? Ooh, I like round of 32. Uh, actually, uh, yeah, wrong region. Sorry, my thing like messed up on me here. Um, uh, Sweet 16, Alabama, Virginia. Um, if we go on, you know, okay. one, two, three, four, get that, uh, that part there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Virginia really good defensive team. They play low scoring games. They play defense. Um, you know, our, our guy, Ben Vanderplas probably going to be out with a wrist injury. So I was kind of hoping to see him in the tournament. Um, and then Alabama, you said the best team in the country right now, uh, best player in the country, I believe with Brandon Miller um, and probably the best coach at this point in the season right now, Nate Oates has been great. So I think that would be a good game to see if 
Alabama can play the way they want to play or if they end up having to succumb to Virginia's pace of play, and that would bode well for Virginia in that matchup. Yeah, that would be that would be a fun one. All right, so first round, um, let's let's. I, I'm assuming we're gonna go chalk with the one, Alabama, Arizona, the two. I I mean, I guess I'm gonna have to ask you: Is is Baylor on outside alert in your bracket here, uh, or Virginia? Just just give me your. Uh, we'll we'll throw them back mm-hmm. and forth. Just list your first round upsets here in the South if you have any. Yeah. Um... Like, like we talked about, we won't do seven tens. I got a few tens went in here. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, in, in that 611 and 314 part of the bracket there, your team, NC State, um, and then my team, UC Santa Barbara, I got both of those teams going through um, there we for go. a matchup for a sweet 16 spot there. So, an 11 14 round of 32 matchup in the South region is what I got on deck. I also have two double digits meeting in the round of third, so guaranteeing a double digit seed into the sweet 16 i'm in that 12 of college of charleston and that 13 Furman. i think vanderplas being out that hurts virginia and both these teams you mentioned them both san diego state and virginia they play a defensive slowdown game minimum possessions or, or uh, you know little possessions i think that breeds upsets um i think usually if you got more talent you should you should play a little more up and down the more possessions, I think the talent ends up winning out. But you mentioned at Charleston, they got 31 wins. It's tied for the nation's lead. Uh, I think they can pull off that upset. They shoot a ton of threes. And Furman, um, a team that's been really good the last three or four years and, and finally kicked the door down. Um, and we seen a couple years ago in the, in the same seating, OU, Ohio University took out uh, Virginia in a, in a 13-4 upset. So I got two double-digit seeds matching up in the second round. Um, I'll run through my sweet 16 and and then you can, I have Alabama getting through. They'll take on college at Charleston and I got Arizona getting through as the two and I got Creighton taking out Baylor and, and getting to the sweet 16 as a six seed. Um, I got Zona taking out Bama in the elite eight and Arizona winning the South region. Bobby, what's your sweet 16 through your final four here in the South? Oh, yeah. Top half for the sweet 16 for the South region. I got Alabama and Virginia. In the bottom half, I've got UC Santa Barbara and Arizona. Going through to the Elite Eight, I have Virginia and Arizona. And then I have Virginia going to the final four. Okay. So we, we differ there. Um which is is good maybe for if you're rooting for those teams out there, uh, maybe not. Anyway, let's stay on the left side of the bracket. We'll go down to the bottom, the East region. Purdue, the number one seed in the East. Marquette, the two. Kansas State, the three. Tennessee, the four. Um, Bobby, first round. I, I'm getting ahead of myself here. First round matchup you're most intrigued by in the East region is what? I, I, I got Duke Oral Roberts. Um, yep. you know, Oral Roberts has a history of upsetting higher-seeded teams. They, again, this year, really good shooting team. They're great defensively, and they rebound. Uh, so in those three phases, if, if they can beat Duke in all three of those, I, I don't see any reason why they don't move on to the next round there. Yeah, that's, uh, that's an exciting game. Um, I had a feeling you were going to take that one. I'm telling you, this Memphis-Florida-Atlantic game, it's very intriguing. Uh, also, I'm going to give a shout-out to Kentucky-Providence uh, as well in that 6-11 game. I think uh, 
this this first round in this region is, is very tasty. Uh, potential matchups down the road in the South region um, that we are most excited about. I think, honestly, if you get a Michigan State or Kentucky in the Sweet 16, um, maybe I'm foreshadowing my bracket a little bit here, um, two Blue Bloods, I mean, that would be outstanding. So uh, I think that would be the one, if we get it, that would be uh, the most excited I am for. Any any potential matchups in this region um, got your interest, maybe? Yeah. Um, Sweet 16 matchup, Kentucky and Marquette. Uh, yeah, that would be a damn good game. Marquette, Big East champions, regular season and conference tournament. Uh, they beat a really damn good UConn team in that final, and uh, they got a really good player in Kolek, and I think, they they stand a chance. They they can flirt with the final four this year. So that that's the one I'm looking forward to for that one to come through. Yeah, Colick, uh big East player there. They play a fun style. I mean, obviously Shock is gonna press and stuff like that, but their offense, um they they kind of run a secondary break, get into their action a little early, um, set a lot of drag screens and, and a lot of weird angled pick and rolls. Um, let their guards do work. So they're they're a fun watch for sure. Uh, Bobby, do you have any first round upsets in in the East? I don't. I'm chalk. I'm chalky chalkerson in the first round of this one. I got two. I got okay. um, Oral Roberts uh, upset in Duke, mm-hmm. and then I got the Bobcats out of Montana State taking down the Wildcats of Kansas State in the three fourteen. Ooh, Bob, Bobby's got two fourteens in the first. Hey, fortune favors the bold. I always feel like I'm more of a boring. Uh, just trying to win a, a bracket pool. So at least we got one guy out here on this podcast shooting. Uh, but my bracket gets a little crazy in the second round on here. I have a Memphis Duke Sweet 16 matchup. So an 8 5. And then I got a 6 7. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take Kentucky and Michigan State to get to the Sweet 16. I got Kentucky Duke in the Elite Eight, which would be hell. Uh, but awesome. You know, those two fan bases are insane and, uh, I'm drinking the Duke Kool-Aid. I think John Shire, they got, he's got him playing defense. I will agree with you, Bobby, that first round game against Oral Roberts, Max Amos, Acemas and, and the big kid Vanover seven, four kid, uh, that could shoot it. They're, they're a scary game, but I think if Duke gets through that game, um, I, I kind of like their draw after that. It's going to be dicey. So it's either going to kill my bracket uh, round one, or, or I'm going to have a chance here to fly. But I got Duke taking out Kentucky and get to the final four out of the East in Madison Square Garden. Uh, Bobby, your Sweet 16, Elite Eight, and who's winning the East region? Yeah, Sweet 16, I got Purdue going through. Um, and then I got Oral Roberts making a Sweet 16 run. I, I think they can do it. I think they got the team to do it this year. Okay. Um, bottom half, I have uh, Kentucky and Marquette, like I said, my most anticipated matchup. And then my uh, Elite Eight. I have Purdue and Kentucky. I think that'll be a really fun game to watch Zach Eady and Oscar Shibway play. Uh, that would be. Traditional big men. Um, and then I got Purdue going through to the final four. I, I think uh, this is the this is the run that they've made, the run that they've been promised for many years now, going back to like the Etwan Moore, Jawan Johnson years, uh, Robbie Hummel. So I, I think this is the time for Purdue to kind of get through. And I think they got arguably a, top three player in the country in Zach Eady. So I, I, I'm, I'm drinking the Purdue Kool-Aid. Yeah, I just – man, I'm a little worried about freshman guards. Uh, they start two freshman guards. But I like the Gillis kid too. Uh, good shooter, kind of a, a 
a hybrid four three like a wing can can post so uh you know Purdue Painter's done a great job there so um and they're the one so yeah I I don't hate it I'm just not there with it I think that Memphis matchup in the second round uh that that's dangerous but hell FAU can knock out Memphis um anyway let's go to the Midwest where Houston the Cougars are the one seed the Texas Longhorns are the two Xavier, the three, and the Hoosiers of Indiana are the four seed here. Um, I'll throw out my upsets first, and then you can wrap around. But I keep forgetting. <laughs> I wrote this down, and I'm not even looking at my cue card. First round matchup that um, we are most excited for. Man, I'm telling you, I think that Drake-Miami Classic 5-12 game That'll be fun. Tucker DeFreeze for Drake, uh, their best player, a sophomore. It was great. I love the Miami guards. They've been fun all year, high-scoring team. That game can be played in the 80s or 90s. Kind of a sketchy game for Miami as a top seed, but that's the one I pinpointed in the first round. Uh, how say you? What's your game? I, I'm right there with you, the exact same game. Um, Miami, they're a really good team down the stretch here recently. But Drake, you know, we talked about it with these teams that are great at shooting. They, they're fundamental. That They got old guys. They're not the one-and-done prototype teams. They're, they're th- third-year, fourth-year, fifth-year, sometimes sixth-year guys with the COVID-year guys still playing. And that's what Drake's got. And I, I, I'm buying the Drake uh, um, hype this year. I don't I, – um, you know, it's – you know, kind of, kind of chalk trying to take as many 12 seeds as you want. But I, I love the 12 seed matchups this year. They're just sitting, staring me right in the face, asking yeah. me to take them. Yeah, I, I feel like you, if you've played all four of them, I wouldn't call you crazy this year. Um, and I mean, they hit more than not, it feels like. Uh, so, um, anyway, second round to regional final matchups and beyond. Uh, what what matchup are you most intrigued by that we could potentially get here in the Midwest region? Mm, I, I I like a, a Houston Indiana matchup in the Sweet Sixteen. Um, you know, it's a uh, it's chalk one and four there, but you know Houston uh, the storyline. Kelvin Sampson used to coach at Indiana. Yeah. Indiana Trace Jackson Davis, one of the best players in the country. Um, Houston's kind of run and gun style of play and Indiana's traditional play. Uh, so that, that, that one kind of sticks out as like a classic 1980s style matchup for me for, for the Sweet 16 in this region. Mine's a second round matchup. If it, if it stays chalk, Texas, Texas A&M in the second round, a battle of the Lone Star State that don't play in the same conference anymore. We all know that storyline. Um, but that game, 40 minutes on the clock for the right to go on to the next weekend. Um, and Texas A&M, probably a team that, that – Honestly, got un or didn't get seated where they probably should be. Uh, they should have probably been a five or a four. Uh, I mean, second place in the SEC this year, a tough conference. Um, they struggled a little bit in the non-con. That's probably why their seeds down here to a seven. But that game, I can't wait for that game if we get that game. So that's the one I, I'm I'm excited about. Um, upset wise here, Bobby. I got a couple here. I'm going to go with the 13 seed, Kent State. I'm going to bet this game, too. MAC teams are usually pretty damn good uh, against the number and outright in the first round. Um, I like the two guards, Sincere Carey, leading the offense. Uh, they play defense. Rod Senderhoff um, coached in Indiana before um, the current 
Golden Flash as Headman. So I like that one. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to take, I think it's going to be Mississippi State. But this 11 play in the game, Mississippi State Pitt, that's getting played later tonight, um, taking out the six seed, Iowa State. I think it's going to be Mississippi State. They're like Virginia. They play that pack line defense. Iowa State's a defense club is too. So um, in, a, in a muck fest, I think Mississippi State, with their head coach, Chris Jans, is uh, he likes the muck more than Iowa State. So I think that matchup favors them. Um, I wouldn't be as excited if it's Pittsburgh, but at least Pittsburgh has the ability to, to knock down threes. They're a big-time shooting team when they, they make shots. So I don't hate that. Uh, those are my two upsets in the Midwest. Do you have any? Um, I, I got the Drake-Miami game. I got Drake upset in Miami there again. And I, I've been back and forth you know, ever since the bracket came out on Sunday between the Indiana-Kent State game. Uh, watching both games, you know, Indiana kind of – blowing it to Penn State when they had that game in control and just losing it late. Um, and then Kent State kind of dominating them through the MAC tournament there. It was um, it, it's, it's a little recency bias, so I, I, I don't want to buy into that too much. So I, I, the only one I've got confirmed is, is Drake right now. I, it, I'll probably go up until the game yeah. tip off for Indiana Kent State. All right, run through your Sweet 16 Elite Eight and who's won in the Midwest region. I, I got a chalk uh, Sweet 16 in this region here. I got Houston, Indiana, Xavier, Texas. Uh, Xavier, I'm, I'm pretty high on them. Sean Miller coaching back in Ohio um, with, with these mid-major schools. He's great with them. Uh, spotlight, the pressure isn't on him there, so I like Xavier to make a run. Elite Eight, I got Indiana and Texas meeting in the Elite Eight. I think that'll be a really damn good matchup there. And I got Texas going through to the Final Four. Um, you know, they dealt with a lot of adversity this year. Um, their coach being fired. Um, you know, you you name it. Texas has been through it. They they lost the regular season title and they avenged it in uh, in the Big Twelve Conference uh, tournament there. So I, I'm high on Texas to make a run this year in the Final Four. As am I. I have Miami. And Houston in the Sweet 16, and I got Xavier in Texas. I got Texas knocking out Xavier. I have Miami beating Houston. I, I just can't shake these Miami guards. They made a deep run last year. Um, Isaiah Wong, Jordan Miller, and, um, geez, the, the other kids escaping me, uh, the other guard there. But they, they are so good. Uh, I know uh, Omir, uh, the center, Tweak this ankle against Duke in the ACC semifinal. Maybe it's a hurt in or a foot injury. Um, that kind of hurts, but I, I don't know. Maybe he comes back, but I just like the Miami guards. And again, that 5 12 game in the first round against Drake is a high variance play uh, for me there to take Miami to the Elite Eight. But I'm with you. I got the Longhorns uh, coming out of this region um, and, and winning and, and going to the, the Final Four in their home state of Houston. Um, final region, bottom right-hand portion of the bracket is the West region. Kansas, the one. UCLA, the two. Gonzaga, the three. UConn, the four. This region, and I'm glad it's last on the bracket. This is is the region of death, man. I mean, there's so many damn good teams in, in this one. Um, but first-round matchup-wise... I mean, I, where where could you go wrong? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go UConn and Iona. Rick Pitino at Iona, at Iona, um, going up against another Big East foe or a former Big East foe in UConn. That's that's the game I'm illustrating. What's your favorite first round game? 
I'm gonna go St. Mary's VCU. Um, I like that one too. Another five twelve. Uh, I'm I'm riding VCU. I, I rode them all last week during conference championship week. Uh, one of the reasons they were, you know, a lot of the days they were one o'clock games during the day, and they were so much fun to bet on. They they play suffocating defense, uh, and, and they can score in bunches. I, I I think the Rams are they're back to that shock of smart era style of defense and offense that VCU played then. And in the A-10 title game, you know, Dayton had their number, and then VCU just kind of took over and held them without a, a made basket for like eight minutes in the second half. It was a great, great game, and uh, I, I got them on a run. Um, and then uh, you took the UConn-Iona game there too. I, I agree with you on that one. I think UConn has the, the chance to make an Elite Eight run here. They they have good shooting, good guard play, and they got a couple big big men inside that rebound very well. Um, they get to the line, so I I think UConn is they're they're almost back to that national title contender every year like they were in the early two thousands. Yeah, I mean, and, and if I look at potential matchups down the bracket, I hope this thing stays chalk. If we get a Sweet Sixteen of Kansas UConn and Gonzaga UCLA. I mean, think back of the last two times Gonzaga and UCLA's played in the NCAA tournament. Um, the, the COVID tournament 2021, uh, the Suggs shot at the buzzer uh, from from half court uh, to win an overtime game. And then UCLA in the Sweet 16 taking out Adam Morrison in that comeback in a, in or uh, where was that? That was Oakland. Yeah, that was at the mm-hmm. Oracle Arena. Just two of the all-time tournament games. Um Two of the big brands in, in, in West Coast basketball, if we got that. And then UConn, Kansas, you could argue, in our lifetimes, man, those are two of the top five programs in college basketball. I mean, the run Calhoun went on at UConn from the late 80s until he, he retired. Kansas is a top three, probably, program of all time. Um, those two Blue Bloods, I mean, I don't know if you have anything different there. Kind of hogged it all a little bit there, but is there anything else that sticks out? Do you agree? What What's the best potential matchups here? Yeah, I, I couldn't have said it better myself there. Um, I I really like the Kansas-UConn matchup that you mentioned there. I think that would be a really fun one. Uh, yeah. Two different styles of play there. And then you said it, Gonzaga-UCLA, the Sug shot, in, you know, the Adam Morrison game. Um, those were two all-time games. Even if even the most um, you know casual college basketball fan would can point those games out and be like, yeah, those were two that we were must watch games. All right. First round upset. Um, I'm chalk here. So, so what do you have? You have any in this, this region, the West? Yeah. Uh, only one I've got is uh, VCU taking down St. Mary's. That's yeah. my, I went four for four in the 12 seeds this year. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't pull the trigger. Maybe I should because um, I got chalk in, in the in the Sweet 16 in this one. I got the top four seeds moving on. So usually if you try to take a chance on a first-round game and you have that team getting beat in the next round, sometimes that doesn't hurt you. Now, if they go on a run, uh, you're a little screwed. So that's the way I kind of look at it. But, um, yeah, um, I got the top four seeds here. I got a UConn-UCLA Elite Eight matchup, and I got the Bruins – coming out of this West region. I think them playing in Las Vegas, I think, you know, crowd-wise, they'll, they'll have that advantage. And uh, I think Mick Cronin gets the Bruins to a Final Four. Bobby, your Sweet 16, Elite Eight, and who's winning the West? 
Yeah, my Sweet 16, I got Kansas and VCU, uh, the top okay. half. And then I got Gonzaga and UCLA in the bottom half as well there. Um, lead eight, Kansas-Gonzaga. I think that'll be a fun one there. Uh, see Drew Timmy play for one last time, possibly. And I got Kansas going through to the Final Four there, um, kind of completing my Kansas run again this year. Drew Timmy's never leaving college, dude. He's never leaving. Just get used to it. Uh, that mustache is going to be down to like his kneecaps by the time his career is over. Uh, but anyway, all right. So I have the two seed Arizona, the five seed Duke, and the two seed Texas, and the two seed UCLA in the final four. So I don't have a one seed getting to the final four here, but three two seeds. Um, I'll just roll one to mine, then you can give yours, and we'll get some gambling locks and get out of here. I got Arizona taking Duke out in the national semifinal. I got UCLA beating Texas in the other semifinal. I got an all-West Coast championship game here, and I'm going to take the UCLA Bruins to win the national championship game and to break the West Coast streak. 1997 Arizona, the last West Coast team to cut down the nets and win the and win in the NCAA tournament the national championship. So I think the uh, whatever 26-year streak is over. Uh, Bruins get another one. That's that's my uh, final four champ, Bobby. Recap your final four and tell me who's cut down the nets. Yeah, so I, I have uh, number four seed Virginia going against number one seed Purdue, um, and then Texas versus Kansas in a two-one matchup rematch the Big Twelve title game. Um, and I got Virginia and Kansas meeting in the final, and I have the Kansas Jayhawks yet again taking this one uh, back-to-back, first team to do it since 06 07. Um, yep. And I think Bill Self um, kind of cements his legacy as, you know, top 10, if not a top five college basketball coach of all time. Yeah, he's great. He is. Um, I, I'm still confused on whether he's a, uh, a, uh, a toupee guy. Honestly, I think his hair this year has looked more natural than ever. That's just a little side sidebar here. Um, but Bobby, here we go. Let's let's do. I mean, if you don't have anything, that's cool. Um, just wanted to give us both the opportunity to to give out some plays here. Um, I already I already laid the nineteen and a half with Houston against Northern Kentucky. I think they're a little pissed off and and. Uh, Northern Kentucky is going to struggle to score against their defense. So uh, I think they, they beat them by 25 to 30 points. So I laid that in a first round matchup. Also looking, I haven't played it yet. I would like to be able to get Kent State up uh, a couple more points to, you know, eight, seven, eight points. Same with the Providence in Kentucky. Uh, I'd like to get Providence up to six and a half to, to eight, somewhere in that range. Might tease those two. But a couple games I got circled. But do you have any first round plays and or futures? I uh, I have a I have a future on the Kansas Jayhawks. Mm-hmm. I have one unit on them at plus eight eighty. Uh, got that a, a few weeks ago before the conference championship week started. Um, so I'm feeling pretty confident on that one. I'm uh, probably going to play uh, my twelve seeds on um, on the spread. Um, you know they're all plus. Um, plus 1.5 to plus like 4.5 on that range. So I'll probably take all my 12 seeds on that one. I like Providence plus four and a half against Kentucky. Um, and I own a plus nine and a half against UConn. I think those are two of my favorite best bets there. Um, and then I, I'm kind of flirting with um, some over unders here. Like you see Santa Barbara Baylor over is 142 and a half. Um, you know, you need, you know, at least, 
72 points each from each team there, and I think that's very doable. Mm, so, I like uh, that one. So th- that's that's one over-under I like there. And then uh, Colgate, Texas. Colgate shoots the three. Uh, the over-under is 147 and a half. Um, and Texas plays kind of that fast-paced, run-and-gun style um, basketball. So that'll be another over I'm flirting with there. And then every day uh, this weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, if you follow along on Twitter, uh, I'll throw out my morning locks uh, before the afternoon games start and then at night after dinner uh, so you can get some late-night plays with some of your winnings there. So follow along. Um, be throwing on some hashtags on there and seeing, uh, seeing what we can win this week. Yeah, I'll do a better uh, I'll do a better job of retweeting your plays too. But if you want, give out your your handle if people are not following you. Yeah, uh, so I'm at Coach Russ fifty nine, I believe. That's yep, right. That's it. Changed yep. it a few times. Um, yeah, go ahead, give me a follow there uh, if you're into into uh, somewhat bad picks and Ferrari. Um, <laughs> Uh, bad takes um, and cursing. <laughs> so that's that's where you get it all. Yeah. Um, just to round out, I got I got some final few final four futures. Easy for me to say that I like. Um, again, I'm not saying all these teams have a chance to make it to the final four, um, but I think if you get them to the second weekend, you have opportunities to hedge. But Creighton and Duke both at plus seven hundred, so seven to one. Uh, Kentucky's at nine to one. I like that a lot too. Bobby, your Virginia Cavaliers. This isn't my play, but Virginia to Final Four is ten to one on Barstool right now. So that's a, a you know mid odds uh, right now, but pretty good payout. Um, like I said, I mean, I got uh, I think UConn at plus four fifty and Gonzaga at plus three fifty and Arizona at plus three fifty. Um, not tremendous payouts, but I kind of like those. And uh, I guess m- my favorite one I'll give out, I got them going to the Elite Eight. Miami at 12 to 1 right now, plus 1,200. I like that. Um, I think, you know, if they get through that first game, obviously their odds will go down. Uh, if they get through the first round, a dangerous game against Drake. But the Hurricanes at plus 1,200, uh, I like that. Also, you have Xavier going where? You have them to the Elite Eight or just the – no, you got them to the Sweet 16. Sweet 16. Either way, either way, Xavier and Texas A&M, both 11-1. So two uh, 11-1s that I like. I know I threw a bunch at the at the wall, but I don't know. I feel like if you're making Final Four bets or Sweet 16 bets, um, you kind of got to treat it like a golf tournament, you know. Find you three, four you like, and maybe you get an opportunity to hedge it. That would be my advice. But yeah, stay tuned to uh, our social platforms um, at at Coach Roast uh, fifty nine and uh, at Tyler Peacock and at Podcock Peacast. Uh, I'm, I'm sure we'll be tweeting up a storm this weekend, giving out plays, hopefully winners. But uh, anyway, Bobby, that's it, man. We we previewed the back the bracket the best we could, gave out some picks, some upsets. Uh, what to watch for, and I think that was a pretty successful show, uh, even with the uh, first-time live read. So, again, go to the Mind Tavern in Ellisville, uh for all your gambling, food, drinks, and entertainment needs for March Madness this uh, Thursday and Friday. But uh, any famous last words before we close down shop? Absolutely, you said it there. Thanks to the mine again. You're great. You're great people. You're a great place. Uh, let's let's invest in our community, there, folks. Um, and there when you, you and when you win, when you bet at the mine, make sure to tell them that the Podcock Pcast sent you and thank us.
yeah, tag tag us, get the social media going. Uh, show us those winners. Show us, uh, you know, that basket of fries with that mind burger, that frosty mug, a bush light, or whatever uh, your uh, weapon of choice is in the drinking realm. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll retweet it and and like and 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 play along with that. So get out there and do that. And uh, yeah, we're 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 here, man. We got the the first four going on tonight, Tuesday night, and tomorrow gets going for real. Thursday, I can't wait. Um, so. I guess for the only Tyler Peacock and uh, the coach, Bobby Russell, uh, this has been the Podcock PCAST. Rate, review, subscribe, follow the show on Twitter and Facebook at Podcock PCAST and uh, available on all major minor podcasting platforms. And uh, there's the plugs. That's the show. Bobby, thanks for coming on. And uh, good luck on your brackets, people. It's March, it's March Madness, best time of the year, and we'll see you next week. Uh-huh.